And I'm proud to be Boss Tweed. Well, at least I know I wear Tweed. And I won't forget the bosses I made that made me all the tournaments and the gladness there. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Oh, God! Oh, Jesus Christ! Yikes! Welcome back to the Rose Fordham Podcast, where the only thing deader than our subjects is our jokes. I'm Tom. I'm Travis. I see what you did there. I'm your Cody for the evening. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it. And I'm not going to give the guy credit, because he doesn't deserve it, but someone else came up with that joke. It, Real big fan. Big fan of the show. Big, big fan, great jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty bastard man. How you ninny's doing? Oh, how are you guys? Yeah, how's everyone's weeks been? Uneventful doing the job hunt thing. Boring. My butt has been hurting because I've been eating too many soft foods. Wait, mm. but soft foods are like that's a new diet plan. Well, the thing is, is that you just poop more often. Mm. So the acid waste in your fecal matter will destroy the walls of your asshole. <laughs> it's a win-win. I actually yeah. learned about a diet that I would think I might try. Okay. It's the Chef Boardy diet. I'm not joking. Someone made a diet out of this. Really? It's basically you have three cans of Chef Boardy. Each one is about 500 calories. So you're you're coming in under. And you can take a multivitamin because you need some extra fucking... Do you because eat it's a, not a, real food. Do you yeah. eat an orange once a month? Well, that's what the multivitamin's for. Mm. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, true. So I might start that. That was that's my week. Been I've just been like thinking about maybe being a chef boy. You let me know how that goes. Yeah, man. Start the party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, I I love dating myself on this podcast so much. Start the party. I just say things on this podcast, and as I'm editing them, I go, "Why would you say that?" But then I leave it in, and we have and a great now, time. Yeah, and now yeah. everyone knows how dumb I am. It's honest. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that shit in just for you. Honest to goodness, goodness idiots. Yeah, that's right. We mm-hmm. only cut out words like, and <laughs> and also sometimes. Got it. See? Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Mel Brooks fan. <laughs> so, Cody. Yeah. Who's the person that's going to be chopped, that's going to be slabbed, that's going to be cut on our, <laughs> on our chopping thing? <laughs> we are about to be all up inside. The one, the only... William McGeeger Boss Tweed himself. Boss Tweed? Boss Tweed, yes. Uh, Usa, are you, sir? Boss Tweed. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Don't do that. Uh, it's not Star Wars related, <laughs> but it is that. a man made of jackets. Yes, all the way. Tweed to his ankles and back. Pungent jackets. That was a lot of tweed to cover that boy. He was a big boy. Oh, big yeah. son. Man, man of girth like me. Yeah, all the all the greats, Yokozuna, uh, mm. Boss Tweed, yeah. <laughs> Boss Tweed, Babe Ruth's, Babe Ruth's, yeah. Uh, There's uh, other ones, Taft. Taft, best president, best yeah, president. Taft. He was a great president. He never actually got stuck in a tub, but we'll say that for another episode. Yeah. Yes. So tell us about Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed is the reason local government is slow as fuck. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Now local government is small. 
compared to federal government. Federal government, you'd expect to like stay slow because you need you know fifty states to say something. But he's the reason why local governments are slow as fuck, and we're gonna get into that right fucking now. Wait, is he responsible for the DMV? No, but he he may be responsible for some safeguards. Why why you have to wait as long as you do for some local government shit so maybe mm. fuck so just so everyone knows right off the bat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. boss tweed he was the new york mayor right not mayor but definitely puppeteer of a mayor okay. of a very tumultuous time in new york city and that tumultuous time is 18 turn of the century around there it's a big it was a long tumultuous time so it's only slightly more dirtier than it is today i don't know i don't know if i want to say that because like like there was less people and less garbage Mm. uh local transportation did shit itself every now and then you'd have to deal with it farms up in the bronx were all farms look i remember seeing a great movie uh called the gangs of new york Oh, yep. yep. We're going to be with, referencing that in a bit. Yeah, um, Daniel Day. Mm-hmm. With, yeah, with Daniel Daytime Savings <laughs> and Leonardo DiCaprio. Amsterdam. <laughs> that, that, that would be a great metal name. Yeah, that's, that's when he was still yeah. willing to be Pretty Boy. Do you remember the Pretty Boy DiCaprio days? And we all hated him. And now he's just like, I'm done with that. And I'm just like, yeah. He was like if Jack Black had an anemic brother. Oh, he was with the heart, He was the Titanic heartthrob. Come on. Yeah, I know, but like he was such boy face that they didn't leave him in the water long enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> his capsule didn't melt. <laughs> he needed to prune up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. No, I was thinking about those capsules you put in and they turn into a dinosaur. Yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, look at his nose. It's a small nose. Hey, where he had a roast fucking McGear. Yeah, here. all right. So tell well, us. Look, uh, fine. Sorry. Before we <laughs> move on, April 3rd, 1823, Lower East Side, the man is born. William McGeer Tweed, not born to Boss Tweed, believe it or not, and mistakenly believing to be an Irishman, he's actually a Protestant Scot. He thought he he was. A lot of people thought he was an Irishman simply because he was always helping the Irishman out with okay. with, with small gifts, groceries, coal, right. little room to get through the winter. So in like the early 1800s, he was probably like close to being like first gen American. Right? Uh, fourth gen, yes. Four, oh, he's fourth gen. He's fourth generation. Oh, wow. So, so he's, he's there. So they've been there a while. Been there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a grandpappy that's American, right? Is that that's what that means? I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we were painting a picture turn of the century around New York. Atmosphere is urban squalor. Irish are pouring into the city to escape the potato blight. Yeah, potato famine. Potato famine. Right. They all came over here, and Irish need not apply. Yep. That's how it do. Dude. In that era, you see Help Wanted, and you see Nina right next to that, and what Tom just said. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a little, no Irish need apply. A little side note here. Mm-hmm. I tried to, you know, like, they do those things where you can grow a potato in water? Hydroponics? Yes. Yeah. So, I tried to do that one time when I was in college. Why in college? What? I don't know. I was bored. Were you, okay. <laughs> I had a potato. So, I got a potato, and I stick, I stuck it in, like, half of a two-liter soda bottle. Mm-hmm. And like put water in it, and I just like left it in my closet. Oh, and it stayed there for uh, I'd say about half a year. That's pretty bad. How big was your potato? It did not grow at all. It just turned into this mold soup. <laughs> and so, like when I was cleaning out my dorm room, like it, it it kind of like I opened it up and I cleared off some of the shit away from it, and it was the worst smell I've ever smelt. 
it, some of it got on my jeans and I just like threw the jeans out. Like I threw this thing right in the dumpster. And then the next year went back to the same halls and my room was like cordoned off. Like they put like a quarantine. Oh, yeah, has smelt shit. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you, Travis. Yeah. So don't try to grow your own potatoes because you're just going to get the plague. D- just don't. don't. <laughs> Hydroponics <laughs> needs running water. Mm. Yeah, I had running water. I peed on it a few times. It's not mosquito eggs. <laughs> it's a potato. Yeah, oh, mosquito egg. New York City. It's a sprawling new city. Precedent and infrastructure are far from perfect. Things are newish. That's to be expected. But freshness suggests naivete. And naivete, naivete is a dinner bell for corruption and fucking predators like your boy, Boss Tweet. Ooh, now, mm. he's not there yet. He's a little wee baby. But... I don't know where I was going with that. Because immediately <laughs> fast forward into his 20s <laughs> when he's not a wee baby. That's the best segue we've ever yeah, had. I tried. Yeah, woo, I tried really hard to make it work, and it didn't. Uh, baby, not a baby anymore. Happens to the best of us. Uh, he is a six foot, 300-pound non-baby. Shit! He's a spry, aggressive fucker. Those are my dimensions. Also, back then, people were smaller. Yeah, that's so true. The average person was like, it's well, the average man is five ten now. Back then, it was like five five. Yeah, yeah they were tiny little idiots back then. Yeah, just little baby boys. Then they all grew up in the giant men that we are today. Yeah, as we that's evolved, not how that works. we can get a time machine yeah. and go back to this era of New York City and just just be like, "Where'd your daddies now?" <laughs> now Dude. I mean, we just get laid instantly because, like, that's what Darwinism is. It's just like women just started being like, oh, let's fuck the tall men. And, like, that's why we're getting taller. Yeah. Because shortness yeah. is a less desirable trait. All my friends are over the average height. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry, short I'm people. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I am just like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom, you like me for my curves. That's right. <laughs> Six foot, 300 pounds, light on his feet, very aggressive, naturally takes to firefighting. Naturally. Yep. Oh, but firefighting back then's all weird. Oh, though, why right? is it fuck? Is is firefighting totally corrupt and verklempt and garbage in the fucking streets of New York City? Yeah, weren't is they, it? Weren't they it? like fighting each other God, and shit? Fu- it's a travesty <laughs> to so many levels of what firefighting was, and it, it has come in such a good direction thanks to socialism. Amen. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, that's a different debate, but at the same time, the uh, best way to contain a fire is to just build a wall around it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that works. Yeah. <laughs> Keep no, that but, dirty but, fire from coming across the wall. Yeah. No, but firefighters back then, like, you know how if you go to... Fire's a rapist, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're all, yeah all fires are rapists. So if you go if you go to New York City now, they have all you know, like any big major city. There's different departments that like look after different areas of the city. But back then, it was like each department was their own like po- like fire department. No one gave a fuck. So like someone they, would they ring were privatized. The, someone would ring the fire bell. The fucking, the fucking yeah. priest at the church would be the guy to show up with a bucket of water. And yeah, just like oh my god. But mm. both of them would show up and then start fighting. Like in Gangs of New York. Yeah. I think that was in Gangs of yep. New York, that's right? A, that's a very yeah, they good opening fire. scene. Yeah. That a fire crew shows up to a burning house, and then a second one shows up. And as a m- modern viewer, you're like, oh, cool. They can double down and definitely put this like to easily fire. structure fire out. But instead of like getting to it, they just start socking each other in the fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> and 
because they want to collect a check from from uh, the taxes because it's All whoever state insurance gets, insurance yeah, company it's the insurance, insurance company right right so that's how it worked <laughs> so firefighter fuckeries all kinds of shit came out of this shitty system and the system wasn't evil it was just a very bad system that could be exploited easily so essentially it was were you insured you don't get markings on your building and if it catches fire that shit burns fuck you it burns you the one person the homeowner can try and put it out because that's your fucking problem and that sucked, and most people realized that sucked, so, like, they took their first steps towards... Insurance. No. Taking measures social, against it, yeah. 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 So, yes, insurance. So, as a homeowner, you could, you, could, you could pay an insurance company to mark up your fucking building, and that way, firefighters know that if a fire comes out, comes out of that building, there's more or less a bounty to put it out. Oh, firefighter bounty hunters. Yes. Also, there's the other approach where, depending on how the insurance rates are, you can hire dirty Irishmen to come to your house every day and moisten it so it doesn't catch fire. <laughs> moisten it with who knows what. You can't set something wet Can't-a-scene, on fire. We, we only got gin today. <laughs> Look, prove me wrong, okay? It might be dingy, but prove me wrong. <laughs> Yeah, we got Irish at this table, so we're we're in the clear for yeah. this one. Oh, well, we all we're all everyone's Irish. Yeah. Everyone yeah. in the world is Irish. Mm-hmm. That's right. So essentially, these two rival firefighting companies would duke it out in the streets for the right to put out the fire while the fucking house is burning. You know, it's 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 burning, and the firefighters are fighting <laughs> firefighters. Yeah. So they're like firefighter fighters, not firefighters. <laughs> And then, like, the homeowners are like, they say that a hero can save us. And like, nah, no one's coming. No, no we're not heroes yet. I mean, so. too many people would fucking come. Too many soups. <laughs> too many soups would ruin the cook. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that saying <laughs> goes. Destroy my cook. Oh, my cook. So other shittiness that came out of this imperfect system was firefighting companies would hire barrel runners. Does anyone know what that is? You'd saw it, you'd see a little bit of it in Gangs of New York. I did see that in Gangs of New York, Trav. I don't know what that is. Okay, so it's little boys that they give barrels that little are boys, empty. Big barrels. And there was a primitive form of plumbing back then with hydrants. Yep, there were uh-huh. fire hydrants back then. And they get the little boys to run up to the hydrants before everyone else can get there with all their other gear, and they would go put the barrel on top of the hydrant and sit on it. Ah. And, and be like, oh, gee, this is great. Right, so the other, the opposing firefighting team wouldn't be able to put the fire out anyway. They'd they be looking there. for the hydrant, like, oh, there's no hydrant, <laughs> and they'd have to resort to this fucking backwards-ass cockamamie shit called the Bucket Brigade. Right. And I'm sure you can guess what a Bucket Brigade is. Bucket Brigade! I got my buckets! You want buckets? I got water in some of the buckets. I've got puke in some of the buckets. I've got different guts and things that I've harvested from animals It's like a peanut salesman from a baseball game with just like three buckets, because that's really all you can hold. I got buckets of water! (laughs) I got buckets! You had a big old line, and you'd pass a bucket from one line to the other, and by the time it got to the fire, you only had like a squirt of water to throw on it. Right. And bucket brigades didn't work, and you had the barrel runners, or the barrel scouts, to thank for that. Another shittiness. So I'm saying you hire the bucket brigades before... And keep that house wet. Yes. Moist. And I'm sure, I'm sure, this isn't part of our story, but I'm sure just the way that system is, I'm sure underemployed, out-of-work firefighters would be like, that building's looking pretty dry. Yeah. Uh, Be a shame if I uh, hocked a loogie. 
on the on this open wiring here. Just a bunch of dirty <laughs> men you know I mean? spinning I'm, I'm on sure. your house. You're like, what are you doing? No, 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 I'm no, saving I'm, you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure some firefighter started fires oh, for yeah, a paycheck. Sm- smoking a cigarette. Woo! Oops! Did that go into the orphanage? <laughs> yeah, they're young. They can run. They're insured and young. Okay, firefighter fuckery. They're fighting in the streets, right? Yeah. It would turn into a shit show. And the chiefs would like if it, if it if it turned too much into a shit show, one side would back off, let the house burn down, let the other side take the take the haha heat. Uh, and uh, that's more uh, one dad joke for me. You guys still have yours. I think introducing this episode was a dad joke. Yeah. Mm. Uh, here's mine. A dad walks into a bar. Ouch. Dads. Nice. Sad. (laughs) He had two beers and waited 45 minutes and drove home. (laughs) Mm. Questionable, Mm. but fine. Mm. Uh, He watched the game. (laughs) (laughs) The the Chiefs would use it as a marketing thing. Like, your house would be burning down and be like, call Tammany next time around. And, like, the homeowner's like, what, next time? Like, it's ashes. Like, I can't call... I'm dead. (laughs) My child is in there still. Please. That's my shit, dude. My very flammable children are still in there. Screaming. 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 And, by the way, the brawls would be a perfect cover for looters. Oh, yeah. Because it's bedlam. The house is on fire. You just sneak inside the house. And it's a weird fucking sad truth. But, like, fucking structure fires back then weren't really a problem. Just because it was all wood. Like, there wasn't plastic melting shit that if you breathed in, you'd get woozy and pass out immediately. Like, it was an organic fire. You could you could spend a little bit more time, like, looting inside of it, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, and, that makes sense. I mean... Yeah, it's sad. Because, so, like... I'm just imagining these firefighters, like, practicing their screamer on each other. And then, like, sandstorm starts, like, and all the looters come out, and they're just like, grab this shit. Ah, I'm sure the firefighters were some of the looters. You know what I mean? Like, you see that in Gangs of New York. Our yeah. main character, Leo's Amsterdam, I think is the name, like, goes into the house looking for booty. booty That's true. Uh, one question, Travis. Why sandstorm? I don't know. Usually we're pretty good with our... Musical references, but why did you pick Sandstorm? Uh, because I was going to do Firestarter, but then I thought Sand was funnier. Because a sand, you could get a sand stuck in your butthole, and that would make you listen to uh, Sandstorm. Cody, does this make sense to you? Perfect. And New York is very sandy. Yes, it's, All a, right, it's, well, it's a New Yorker thing. <laughs> All right, more, more please. Rats over there. with wings. <laughs> yes. And who can you believe is one of these brawling, no-good, fire-seeking, fire-setting firefighters. Who, who do you think is amongst these oh, fuckwits? Boston Tweed. Yes. <laughs> Boston, carry on my wayward son. Is that them? Yes. Carry on my wayward Tweed. Tweed yeah. is one of them. And he's a big boy, and he's good with an axe. And it's not just for fucking putting fires out. It's just like, ooh, he might have swung at fuckers and, you know, cracked skulls, like, using a fireman's axe. Mm. That's pretty cool. A balls tweed. Balls tweed would become the boss of a firefighting company that he established himself. The fabled fire company number six, a.k.a. Big Rig Six, you know, 
Big Rig Six. You hear that name a little bit in the I city. Ha- I have heard yeah. that. Big Six, the Big Rig Six. And that's that's from him. That's from him. And they used a Bengal tiger as uh, their mascot. Cool, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's great. Especially if firefighters do- are a little bit of a street gang. Keep that in mind. It's cool if you do karate or uh, are in that movie, uh, The Warriors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it is cool. Uh, you got a picture of the big uh, rig there? Number six. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Is exactly. The, is that the spider from uh, from uh, Wild Wild West? No, it's not. Oh, okay. It's a nautical star there. And uh, this is where the, the horse yep. goes. It was horse drawn and man pumped. So Ooh. the horse would pull it and men would go up and down on, on these handles. I'm sure men would, would go up and down yes, on those handles for sure. Which man, would, and it's like a rat. seesaw thing that would pull water out of the hydrants. Because mm. they had no pressure back then. It was just kind of like a, uh, a, a, they were like, put the pipe next to the lake, and then let's see if it goes in it. <laughs> Drop it in the lake. Yeah. Bloomp. No one understood anything. It's really amazing how is not far sucking. Americans come. <laughs> just while, I'm just imagining a whole bunch of men staring at like a garden hose just in a puddle. Come on, don't uh, go, that, go for it. Is that one guy who's just like, I don't know if that's going to work. And they're like, you a dirty Irishman. Get out of here. <laughs> no one asked you. Yeah, they all talk like John Travolta, but also <laughs> Daniel Daytime Savings as well. <laughs> so this shitty system of firefighting insurance attracts shitty, shitty, shitty fuckers. Tweed included in one of them. And he intimidates rivals and comrades alike with that fabled fire axe. Gets promoted with a little bit of temperament. You know what I mean? Like, oh, stay out of that guy's way. He, right, right. He really wants to kill fires. He's an asshole. Jesus Christ. And he gets a promotion. Not to chief, but to fucking Congress, believe it or not. Oh. 1856, House of Reps. Because, hey, he's a civil servant. Was In reality... He- he was punching responding firefighters square in the face while a building was burning. This is something that's I'll never who, understand. That's who got into Congress, that guy. If he was uh, in Congress, but also in charge of, of fire, you know? Can't do How both. do we deal with fires? Well, you, you got a guy in Congress about fire. That doesn't exist, so you're right. It doesn't make any sense. Well, that was his platform. He's like, do you guys like when your house burns down? No. Give me money. <laughs> I'm a Congress. Hi. My name is Congress. <laughs> we'll keep those dirty fires on the other side of the wall. Still enough that's making it in. <laughs> Serves his term without too much of a hitch. Two years. Gets out. Immediately gets promoted to New York Board of Education, though. Hey. Wait, but he has smarts? No. No, all right. That's what I thought. No, he doesn't. Because he's like, yo, you kids could just learn. He's not like, smart. 1855, Board of Education. He's <laughs> he's there. And, and, and he never went to school. I'm sure he he did something. He spent his childhood as a chairmaker. Oh, oh Cutty Clock. Cutty Clock. Ah. Chairmaker and saddler. So. That's basically uh, just a chair that chair goes on a horse. On a horse. Yes. Yeah. He was just a man of butt pl- butt platforms, if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me serve that anus. Lord, I'm a butt platform boy. So, 1855, appointed to New York State Board of Ed- Education. And he notices board members here are making sick bank. Sicker bank than board members of education should be. And they're doing it with two magic tricks. Count them two. Uh, box tops. <laughs> That's yeah. one, actually. Yeah. Box tops. Top. There you go. 
Thank you, Kellogg's. By one, <laughs> grossly inflating the price of a government-mandated commodity, like textbooks. Dude, they're running scholastic book fairs? Yeah, so they're like, you have to make, you have to buy this book. Whose book is it? It's my book. How much do you charge for your book? All of the money. And it's just like, fuck, that's not fair. You're you're bilking this taxpayer of their money. Yeah. And cheating. You're not doing it for the kids. Well, this is still happening all the time today. Oh. Uh, fucking Tim, but Tim McGraw, oh, no. was it McGraw Hill? Hill McGraw? Oh, textbooks. That's New York. That's us. Yeah. I remember there's a red Jeep on one. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. And they're located at, at Madison Square Garden. Oh, fancy that. Yeah. Really? Yep. We're in a sad life. I just want to... Get s- ready for more. Yeah! Just, yeah. I want to see what a textbook from the the late 1800s looks like. It's probably like, the man has a peony. It's large and indifferent. And it can go in the dirt, or it can go in the snow. Yep, that's what those are. Boy, it should go in the vagina and makes babies. How many typos do you think were in a 1850s textbook? Uh, seven. It's not the typos, it's just the blatant non-typos, like... The Orient, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Mercury is an excellent addition to any home rec ec class. If you're making a cake, asbestos a is a great vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and the second magic trick that these board members are using to make their dirty, dirty bank is they're hiring on a basis of kickbacks. And if you, for those of you that don't know, that's essentially. You find a poor schlep who's willing to give you a dime for every dollar they make, and you hire them. Dude, I would do that today. Like, hear me out. Any company that wants to hire Tom Saltman, you pay me a billion dollars, and I guarantee I will pay you $750 million back in your account. Uh, Well, it doesn't work when you publicly say it, because whistleblowers get fees for calling you out. Whistleblowers, you will blow no more, sir. I will remove your lips for the small price of $250 million. God damn it, Eric Sloman. Eric Sloman Shields. Spending all my resources that I've just made to silence those who are going to interfere with my life. So you, you find some poor schlep to kick you a dime for every dollar they make, and boom, that's free money. And all it took was establishing a school full of incompetent teachers that had to dip into the cafeteria budget to afford the textbooks. Mm. Sound like it's still a problem today. Yeah, that still happens. Yeah, what's yeah. going on? Mm. I Wait. feel bad for teachers what? today, too, because I don't feel that they're incompetent, and they are uh, they may not be the most competent. No, it's mm. not that they're, they're part of a system they don't have any say, really, to fix. On the or, average, they're the average yeah. for teachers. They're your parents. They're but, your parents' as friends. Yeah, exactly. But ruined. Not getting paid enough. Yeah, yeah. You, you want you want a teacher. If you're paying a dollar, you want that. You want a teacher worth that dollar. You want to. You want to. You don't want to hire below your the pay grade. Yeah, and that's actually happening like this week in New York City. The week that we're recording this, there's a strike amongst teachers in the city because it's not about the pay. They have too many kids now. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're high, they're they're shicing them. They're getting like forty five person classrooms. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna throw I a little twenty bit of- being ridiculous when I was a kid. Like, what? yeah, twenty yeah. should be the max, but well, now they're like forty five and shit. Yeah, yeah. I want to throw out a little bit con- bit of a conspiracy here. Mm-hmm. So I like, welcome that. So, like teachers, right? You know them, you love them. Should we save this for our other podcast Cons- that that our listeners that our listeners need to uh, <laughs> dig into the internet for? Because mm. our RSS feed is extremely private. Yes. Uh, so this conspiracy, right? Teachers wear tweed. 
And they're like bosses of children. So every teacher is in the pocket of Boss Tweed currently. Child Boss Tweed. Yeah. yeah. Fucking spot. Oh, baby Boss? Oh, my God. Oh, ew. Baby Boss. It baby all boss. goes back to the Illuminati. <laughs> every day I wake up and I praise God for the Illuminati. <laughs> Your boy Tweed sees all this corruption and he's like, fuck. I like money. And he's like, let me take a bit of this and apply it. Let me take a little bit of this New York State fuckery and apply it to some New York City levels. That's right. Boss Tweed learned his fuckery from the New York State Board of Education. That's who you can blame. Thank you, Albany. For unleashing, like, one of our home, like, this podcast home state's, like, most radical, like, tyrant of the city. Not, not a Bernie Madoff. Eh, he's a little modern game, but whatever. That's a different one. And also, it's like, you know, if Samantha has 17 pineapples and one car accelerating at eight miles an hour down a hill, how fast are those pineapples getting to, to, uh, when does she to get the nightclub? But before you answer that, I'll need $20 from your parents. <laughs> well, each one. Your mother and your father. Yes, uh, each all right. one. So every week, we're going on a field trip. It's to the, it's to the playground. <laughs> so uh, you're going to need a fork over five dollars to go to the playground, right. and this is the 1820s. So our playground is a is a it's board with a nail in it and cutting wood. <laughs> and just cut wood. It's all broken. Everything is broken. <laughs> we live in a nest of shit twigs. Anyway, Tweed starts humble. You see orphanage, orphanages, hospitals, shelters popping up, city projects going in the works, but he's uh skimming a wee bit off the top each time if you catch my drift. And he's doing it very clever. Cleverly. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, dog. That's a word. That's in <laughs> That's the Oxford Dictionary. Oxford Dictionary. Yeah, which was written in a not school. No. Mm-mm, that's not a school. What horrible place could be worse for him than Commissioner of Public Works? Hey, he's right in there. Uh-oh. He just gets jobs. He just takes jobs. He's like... Do you need this guy? I'm him. Yeah, whatever. You what know, up? you know about works. I've done works before. I've you want to wor- hire me I've for done work. works? In a public. Lot of, you a, believe me? A lot of this has to do with his size, correct? He yeah. could just walk into an office and just I'm throw sure, everyone. Uh, it, 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 he could just throw people out the window. I'm sure, it's part go, of it. It's time for me to work. It's time for me. Like you want some of that? You could hire for cheap. I I get paid in moon pies, dog. <laughs> I get paid a moon pie and, moon fucking, pie was worth and zebra cakes, dude. <laughs> this was Tweed's first official position, but it was level two fuckery. He would use his newfound position to gain early knowledge of the unfolding metropolis infrastructure, which he could see where the sewer lines were going, and he could see where hydrants were going and be like, oh, an arm of shops is about to come up here because, like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, development plan. Yeah, this development plan is not for apartments. Right, it's, right. It's, you know, for uh, shops. So he would just buy the property where the city made plants, and he would know this because he had an early access. So it'd just be, it'd be like a sco- fucking Scooby-Doo thing. All he, do, he was just missing, you know, uh, running around and scaring teenagers in a You in meddling a government. I'm a boss, and I made of tweet. So he can tell where the shops are going, he can tell where the apartments are going, and he's buying up both lots, and he's ratcheting the prices up, 
here and there, and rent, it's unaffordable. It's too damn high. You can't do nothing. Sounds like modern-day New York City. And there's too many Irish. Way too many Irish. Sounds like modern... No, Travis, not doubling down on that Sound... Okay, hold on. You have to double down on it. Do you know why? Because St. Patrick's Day, where for some reason everyone's Irish on parade day in New York City, everyone takes off work... And then the shitty subways get even shittier somehow with vomit and diarrhea yeah. from supposed Irishmen. I didn't know they had green yarmulkes. Wow. I remember Insane. I was Yeah. I was coming back from New York City, just regular day of work for me. Some jackass was leaning up against the train door. It opened at Miniola and he fell back and Mini- cracked his head on the platform. Fuck him. And instead of just rolling him out on the platform and calling the fucking ambulance, we had to evacuate the fucking train because this fucking fake Irishman yeah. got fucked up. <laughs> and if he was a real Irishman, he just would have went home and hit his wife. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck uh, him. Yeah. So uh, okay. we got too many Irish on that day. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just have a meeting and they're like, there's too many of us that are Irish today. Yeah, some other, of us. Have the to other be day, a, I can't complain. Some of us have to be Italian today. Yeah, yeah. where's too the, much? Where's the Me Too movement on St. Patrick's Day? Spousal abuse skyrockets both ways. Uh, Commissioner okay. of Public Works, property values skyrocket. The standard of living go through the roof. It skyrocketed. Everything became more costly, from groceries to bills to rent, and Irish were just pouring into the city, and they couldn't find anything because everything's balls expensive. But who's there? To lend a helping hand. Papa Boss. Papa Boss Tweed is there to lend a helping hand. Also, for context, this is when the potato famine is happening. Yep. That's why they're pouring in. Right. Which we mentioned at the top of the yep. episode, but at this potato point of his career. Right. Potato blight. Right. And this is also during the Civil War, or right before the Civil War? 1840s area. 1840s and 50s. Civil War happened in 1860. Yeah. No I think it was 61. Mm, but yeah. I could be wrong. It's around. I think you're right. It's, it's in that ballpark. There. We well, tried a history and drink at yeah, the same that's, time. Hey, this is the episode's not about civil war. Give but us I'm just, five stars on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Nice <laughs> five stars on nice Twitter. That's right. Twitter. Put, give Twitter us and five, iTunes, or you can give us five one stars with your sock accounts <laughs> and all retweet. <laughs> we enjoy that too. Anyway, the immigrants would have nothing except a loaf of bread, a lump of coal. And a vote for Tammany, vote for Tweed, vote confidence. You know what I mean? Like their loyalties were being bought as soon as they stepped off of the boat. Hey O'Leary, give me a reach around. Hey O'Malley, give me a reach around. (laughs) Hey O'Shea, give me a reach around. Here, eat this carrot. It's kind of like a potato. (laughs) In America, we got corn. Yeah, how are you? How? (laughs) This used to be called mace before we did bad things. Before we started macing people. And then we found anthrax. <laughs> Easy peasy. So you can see what's happening here. Boss Tweed made the rent high and is kind of tricking immigrants into thinking he's doing them a favor. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, Boss Tweed will rent you a room on the cheap. Mm. And all the immigrants are like, oh, thank, thank you, Boss Tweed. He's like, no, don't thank Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed made it so you couldn't afford room in the first place. But like all the immigrants are just like, thank you. They're only seeing half of his actions. They're not seeing... Which is very human. Yeah. yeah well, that's what see- we do, man. They're, I mean- they're not seeing the other half where he gouge- he's gouging the, lo- the local prices to, you know, unaffordable 
Yeah. I mean, that, that, that just sounds like anyone nowadays that moves to New York City from the Midwest. Oh, you're going to give me an apartment for, uh, for, uh, $275 million? Yes, yeah, because that. those blonde fat fucks are used to Disneyland hotel prices. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, this is a lot cheaper than $350 a night down yeah. in fucking balls, uh, like <laughs> shitty Florida. I'm surrounded by goddamn crocodiles. And here I am. You're going to tell me I can get this apartment for $1,000 a month and it's the size of a shoebox? And I'm so <laughs> grateful. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you yes. so much. This is a city experiment. Jesus only needed a shoebox to live in, and his mom lived in even smaller than that because she was a virgin. And when the cl- when the shoebox closed for three whole days and reopened, Jesus was nowhere to be found. It, it was, was a, a size it was six. A, it was a DSW. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're all getting it. <laughs> You're all getting it at the pearly gates. <laughs> He's just gonna pull, what's his name up there? Fucking Saint, Saint Peter. Peter. Peter's just gonna pull that lever, and the trap door is just gonna fucking open up, and you're you're not gonna fall to hell. You're just gonna fall right back down to earth. It's and great. You're gonna do it all over again. It's like the oh. Jehovah's are right. There's only there's only room for like a hundred thousand. But guess what? Yeah, there it's all full already. It's like 144k. That's we're, all they got. We're all waiting outside of goddamn Fridays, waiting for our name to be called over the intercom. And do you honestly think less than 144,000 Jehovah Witnesses have not yet already died? Just over the course of history? Yeah. It's already Just, full. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's already We're it's, full. It's, it's, it's been full for a while, if, if that's what you're telling me. It's I'm, at capacity. I'm just saying. Uh, like, the velvet rope has been drawn. Prince takes up at least three. <laughs> he needs his own fucking booth. Yeah, exactly. Do you think Evan has a Pharaoh's Fury? A what? Pharaoh's Fury. Oh, that's that the ride. carnival ride. Yeah, the carnies bring by. Yes. And it goes you, like this. Can, does Egypt heaven have man. it? It's like know. a pendulum you get to sit on. I haven't been to heaven, dude. <sighs> Me neither. I heard it's... All right. If anyone that's listening has been to heaven before and has, knows the light of Jeebus, please <laughs> tell me if they have a Pharaoh's Fury. And if the churros are hot. Yeah. Those those are those are our roast mortem riders. Yes. You will convert It doesn't me. matter where we go, earth or heaven, we need a hot churros and a goddamn Pharaoh's Fury. That's right. Also, goes without saying. Waterbed? Just alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So we can get along with alcohol we don't even like. Can I get alcohol in the waterbed? Can I get rum chata in uh, a, a snickerdoodle? I don't know. What is a snickerdoodle? I just, <sighs> just came to mind. It's a poodle that eats too many snickers. Could you imagine if we were from the Midwest and we were doing this podcast, how different it would sound? Oh, hey. <laughs> I'm they're from like the weird. Midwest, okay. They're yeah. like weird. <laughs> you were technically like there oh. for a little bit. Yeah, I mean technicalities, Cody. I St. Mean, Louis is uh, that's kind of Midwest. I like I'm people talking in the Gateway Midwest. Arch is there for fuck's sake. Yeah, the that's symbol the gateway of the Midwest. To the Midwest. No, You're I, on the borders. I'm just bringing it up because I like I like people from the Midwest. I've mm-hmm. toured. I can't complain. I like the folk, but at the same time, they don't do this. What's this? Whatever we're doing, oh, talking like shit, eat bagels. We're talking about we talk shit about dead people. Yeah, well, that's you know. if you're tuning in for the first time. This is what we do. We talk shit about dead people. Yes. How nice is that? It's not. It's very New York, though. Yeah. Oh, it's mean. We're mean. I mean, I, I I talk shit about living people all day. It just it gets tired. I do it when it's the podcast isn't rolling, and you don't see that side of me. Right. Your boy Boss Tweed would be there and offer your Irish immigrant self a room on the cheap. A room on the impossibly cheap in a sea of no Irish need applies and like 
astronomical rent meant for upper class. He had a room just for you. Great. And it worked. But 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 you were on Boss Tweed's hook at that point. And it you were on his hook. It wasn't the worst thing in the world, but you were officially on his hook. What did that mean? It meant Boss Tweed would come by and give you indirectly, you know, he wouldn't spring by himself, but you'd suddenly have rules to abide by. And they weren't ridiculous. It would be, uh, vote for this guy, and if you're an immigrant, you don't give a fuck. You just got there. It's like, whatever. But he would be like, vote for this guy, promise to never work for those guys, sign this petition, go to this church, spend a little bit of your hard-earned money at this tavern, and you'll be in my good graces. It's not too bad for no, a place to live. It's not yeah. a bad. it's not a bad hook to be on if you get rent on the cheap. And whoa, look at this. Kick back later. Boom. Suddenly you're a foreman on a municipal work on Boss Tweed's payroll. Mm, and, fuck yeah. And you can afford, you know, your own rent. It doesn't, doesn't need to be like Boss Tweed's, like, you know, half rent room. You, you can live anywhere now. You, you can afford your own means. Awesome. That feels good. good. So yeah, was like- this room in the tenements? Like, was Boss Tweed setting up these tenements? You know, you guys know what the tenements are, right? Yep. Yeah, it's, spring, spring it on us, Travis. It's, it's basically just there's a tenement museum down in New York, and it's basically like block housing where you just had a shitty old room, like a corner to pee in, and yeah, it wasn't. It was great. like it was like the Irish projects. Yeah, it wasn't great, but it was something in the incoming Irish said yes to yeah. because it beat being in the cold. Right. Mm. That's what he was putting them in. He was putting him in there, and eventually, if you you were in his good graces long enough, like boom, you could be like a foreman on a municipal work, making you know, right? Yeah, yeah making yeah. enough to if, leave those. If means. you played the game, you could get out of it. Exactly. If you pay, if you were on the hook and you played his game, it worked. But it wouldn't end there when you were a foreman. Like he would, he would, he would still do. He would still ask you to to do outrageous shit. He was like, "Hey, you like the job I got you? Yes." You're going to keep that job, and here's how you're going to keep the job. You're going to keep that job by playing dirty tricks on your competitors, right? And, like, when you play dirty with your competitors, they're going to want to quit their foreman, and I'll hire them. So you're going to help me poach the competition, and when the land developers lose their labor because I poach them with your help, I'll make an offer on the land, get it for cheap, set up a project and the entire cycle continues again because he can now offer a hundred more rooms to a hundred new immigrants to do this all over again like it's a machine that self-replicates it's like starts out with small favors big favors and then suddenly you're an agent trapping not trapping but like facilitating the cycle again so like the shitty version of the lion king if you think nah, about it. This will work for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a circle of Irish uh, labor. Yeah. And normal. it moves so slow. It does move slow. But from, that is life. Yeah, that's, that's life. Life. Slife. It is life in this time and age when Boss Tweed is in the upstairs chair, if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's it's a horrible corruption scheme, but the thing is, people aren't, you know, wise to it. They, they think he's great. People are grateful he's doing this to them. I'm grateful right now, because I don't know a lot. And I'm proud to be Boss Tweed, where at least I know I wear Tweed. 
And I won't forget the bosses I made that made me all the tenements and the gladness there. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> and now at this time, Boss Tweed sets his sights on Tammany Hall. Now, I don't want to go too far into this. It is a big thing of Boss Tweed, but essentially Tammany Hall is the Democratic HQ. It's a dealer and makers, schemers, paradise. They go there. It's a political action committee. They sit there. They decide what they want to do with like funds they raised and leverage. Leverage in politics. That's okay. in New York City? New York City. Where all the dirty Democrats go. It's a, demo- it's a Democratic <laughs> order. And Tammany Lex Tweed, the grand sachem. Of Tammany Hall. Sachem? Yes. That's a Native American term. It is. Yeah, well, what, what kind of headdress do you wear when you're a sachem? Uh, one with feathers of eagles and... Big old top baby, hat. <laughs> baby boys. Uh, sach. <laughs> Something I learned, you, you, like one of his, uh... One of his hallmark symbols that he's portrayed with is like the, like the chewed-on, gnashed-up cigar. Yes. Didn't smoke. Really? Didn't smoke, didn't drink. Loved having smokes and drinks on hand for his guests, though. Oh, so he uh, he had bad breath, though. Secondhand, yeah. Man, just bad breath, never brushed teeth. Everyone had bad breath back then, so uh, I'm basically just pointing out nothing. Would you rather have gingivitis breath or would you rather have tobacco breath? I'd choose tobacco breath any day. Yeah, 100%. So when you see those caricatures of him, you know, chomping on a cigar and, you know, knocking back a scotch in a tumbler, it's not, it's not real. That's, that's different. Didn't even drink? Do we know that? Did he drink? Uh, no, I don't think so. He was borderline teetoler. I guess that means he cheated every now and then, but it was his general protocol to not uh, booze. Oh, he had to have been boozing when he was carrying that axe, though, as a baby. The baby axe, yeah. Yeah. Because he you know grew I mean? up so fast, he's like, oh, I don't have <coughs> booze, I just have this axe now. Yeah, exactly. I should use this axe to get booze. Welcome to Tammany Hall. We have McDonald's hamburger sandwiches. <laughs> so... His his corruption is breaching into the political system now. It kind of already has, not directly, but now he's like, I want to be a political boy, yeehaw. Make rules and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thing happens, though. Tweed wises up just a hair and realizes, wait a minute, why should I be in the spotlight? Why should my ass be on the line for these for these positions, these these mayoral little government positions. Like, if something goes wrong, I don't want it to blow up in my face. Mm-hmm. You gotta find some stooges to You put need in some those. puppeteers, right? Yeah. Or you need puppets, and you need to be the puppeteer. So, first game of puppeteer is, if they don't play ball, fire them until they do. Sound Fire them until they do. That's the new, Meta- that's good, that's the new Metallica album. Yeah. yeah. Master! Master! <laughs> fire them until they do, and they won't do! Master! Napster. <laughs> so if he instructs his political puppet to make a move and it blows up, it doesn't blow up in his face. He can just walk away, get a new puppet, yada, yada, yada. Right. However, if his puppet makes a political move and it earns a thousand bucks, Boss Tweed will just bill him for a thousand bucks as legal fees. Ah. As arbitration fees. Ah. Ah. Wait, so there's no Italians in New York right now, right? There's, I don't know about that. There's, there's, there there's, are there's Italians. There's some yeah. Italians. There's got to be. I mean, Ray's Pizza's been around forever. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, uh, where's the pizza in all this? Why isn't he running a monopoly on pizza? 
Because that's the Monopoly. You man's don't know job. he didn't, Travis. Uh, I was just saying. Yeah, like he's probably just running on Monopoly on like oysters and caviar, which is nice. That's nice, but it's not pizza and twenty fours. Okay. Can I run a Monopoly on pizza and twenty fours? You are welcome sure, to surprise man. all of us. Go cool. for it. Cool. I'm gonna take everything. I've been taking notes this entire episode. Have I'm you? gonna run an episode. I'm gonna run my life like Boss Tweed. Are you gonna go to the bank tomorrow and be like, "I need a shit ton of money so I can buy out every pizza place in New York." Yep, and all the 24s in America. Yes, and then Monopoly. Yep, the game. I'm gonna have the hotel boardwalk. Ooh, Tweed realizes the back seat of this political machine is actually way safer. So he moves into the attorney chair. Oh, I, I tell these people. I, I simply give these people legal advice, and they do it. Ah, get fired. That's great. That's Sorry. a good move. And all these confidential clients he would advise, big old air quotes, yada yada, would become known as the Tweed Ring. Oh. Being... <laughs> Being in the Tweed ring meant you were a corrupt motherfucking friend of Boss Tweed himself. Also, it looks like you had to have a silly name. I, I just thought you, that you uh, were a model at Brooks Brothers. Was the Burgermeister Meister Burger? No. From the Santa Claus is Coming to Town cartoon special claymation? <laughs> Was he part of the Tweed ring? I don't know. Questions we can't it's answer. A, it's folks. a shady conspiracy ring that we will never know the true extent of. Well, look, I only pose that question because I know that's what our listeners are thinking. They're thinking, who are the Tweed boys? I'll tell who you are the these Tweed, tweed men. I can tell you the Tweed men. Oh, you can tell me these. Tell Facts. me them. The Tweed men had silly names. Tweed's mayoral puppet was called Oki Hall. <laughs> Tweed's treasurer was called Pete Sweeney. <laughs> And the comptroller was good old Richard Slippery Dick Connolly. No, oh, wait, wait. Did you make oh, that up? Is this really? Is this called Slippery Dick? Dick Slippery Dick. It's his real Dick? nickname. Yeah, Slippery Dick. Richard Slippery Dick Connolly uh, as your treasurer. I'm so, sorry, your comptroller. So Dick Comptrol. Dick Slippery Dick Dick Slippery Dick, Dick Connolly. Slipper Dick Comp Dick. He's making everyone preggers in New York. Well, he just slips right in there. At least he's doing it for free. It's the other stuff. <laughs> uh, Tweed's got these cronies exactly where he wants them. So infiltrated, as a matter of fact, there's actually nowadays a defunct branch of New York government that we don't use anymore because of Tweed's corruption. Wow. And it's called... MTA. Uh, Recorder of New York. And this used to be the guy that runs around and tallies all the numbers. Essentially, a guy that shows up and does your taxes with you and reports back. Uh, thing why is, don't we have that uh, anymore? Because... If Tweed owns that guy, Tweed just makes all the taxes up for fucking New York. <laughs> you know, that's why we don't have that guy anymore. It sounds like a good system. It, is, it was until some shit fucking head ruined it for everyone by manipulating it. His name was Boss Tweed. Yeah, but like, I would even like that because like, let's say this. Okay, so I owe New York State a couple thousand dollars, correct? Sure. So to make this couple thousand dollars look like two hundred dollars, I would give Boss Tweed like three hundred dollars. You'd be a Tweed boy. I'm a Tweed man already. I love this guy, Cody. Why are we roasting this guy? <laughs> because he bilked New York. <laughs> he stole money and in such a way it could never be recovered. Wait, well, on, honestly some, though, not, honestly, not though, all heroes wear capes. <laughs> mm, honestly mm. though, did he start the MTA? 
It's, did he start no. Long Island Railroad? He started with the Erie Railroad. Erie? Yeah. That also it? has an I in it, and there's no L, but it's the Long Island Railroad! It's good how that happens. Wow. Yeah, right? So, you used to have a civil servant running around and helping you do your taxes, and he was the recorder of New York. And Slippery Dick. And no, 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 that wasn't him. That, that was he's a comptroller. We still have those. Yeah. We don't know what <laughs> they used to be a, a branch of the government called. I got a bunch of money from the comptroller, recorder of New York. Yeah, and he used to help you out until big old boss Tweed manipulated, bought essentially bought that office and made everyone realize we should not do this. I wish I had that job. Everyone <laughs> should do their own fucking taxes so we can see who's lying. And that's why governments uh, that's one of the big reasons why like local governments are slow as shit theft now i just told you he was collecting legal fees he he was he was using the disguise of legal fees to collect kickbacks and all that yeah and he's just like how's he doing that he's not a lawyer he didn't go to school oh right but i also assumed because of the time period that that doesn't matter no it matters you need it you need it wait you don't need need to be a snake oil salesman you needed to be you need you needed to be a, a, a scholarly gentleman to uh, be a lawyer, a lawman. And they would check. I yeah, mean, they of didn't course. have the internet, mm, but it's like, well, well, you know. I feel like I could be a lawyer now. So, what's from stopping me from doing it in the early nineteen hundred, the late nineteenth century? We'll get the, we'll get I, there in a minute. All right. Well, Travis, I understand your sentiment. Habeas corpus. Dimius Sublimbius Columbus. Can you get a second one? Habeas, second, habeas corpus was real. Can you get sec- a second Latin? Second me on uh, Magnificence de Gombius. Objection. Overruled. Objection. Sustained. Different. Look, Travis, you couldn't be a lawyer right now. I could do it. Not because you don't have the mind for it, but the man's keeping you down. Right. But at this time, I'm saying, I'm asking Cody, like, was the man keeping Tweed down? Man was keeping Tweed up. Man was keeping Tweed erect. Damn. Long time amigo to Tweed. Judge George Bernard waved his big, honorable gavel-like magic wand penis and poof presto just like that. Tweed's a certified attorney. Yeah, he just, oh, okay. he, just he just said silencio, blaginchos, and it was like that. You're a lawyer now, because I got, know all these legal terms. And then he got in his Buick Saber and drove home. Yeah, never mind <laughs> those seven-ish required years of law schooling and passing the bar exam. Nope. Just oopsie, flip fucking daisy. The right amount of ink was spilled on the right amount of paper, and Boss Tweed is a lawyer suddenly. Experientos por favor doritos. Look, dude, I hate Harry Potter as much as you do, but we can't go around being lawyers right now. Oh, oh yeah, we can. <laughs> is he the first Salino and Barnes? He, no, Barnes. he's not the first shitty lawyer. Oh, okay. He's not the first corrupt boy ever. There, there's, there's been corrupt boys in ancient Rome. Because that was a big city, but like he's bringing it to America. Like, well, just be careful though. You are comparing corruption to Salino and Barnes, a totally straightforward legitimate. law firm. Do you have an injury? You should call them because they're medical professionals that will law you. Do you know someone who talks shit about them? You should call them. <laughs> See, I don't even know how to explain that joke because it's like it's not like we have those commercials still, right? Oh, we do. Yeah, you just don't watch. I don't watch TV. You're not a TV guy. It's still rocking. We still have those local horrid commercials. Uh. As an attorney, Boss Tweed's acceptance of bribery, kickbacks, and otherwise dirty money could be disguised as billable legal services. Yeah, it makes sense. Like 
what do you, what do you what do you need to write a receipt as an attorney? It's like I told you this. I spent Give time in money. a room with this man. Give me money. Yeah. Give me your money. We don't have phones yet, so how much money? What I say? He was calling at me out the window. <laughs> And so, I responded, so he owes me $40. That's just the lawyers. Lawyers. So Tweed's law firm essentially became an illegal favor store. Hey, you want that municipal paving contract from your competitors? Boss Tweed can make that happen for the right legal fee. You know what I mean? Oh. And, you know, he would you know resort to his dirty bag of tricks like, oh, you work for this guy? Stop working for him. He loses the contract, contract moves, laborers move, all that Good corruption jive and shit. So he'd probably be like, yo, dog, there's this boy. He's trying to build this house, this apartment house. And it's like uptown Manhattan. It's up in, it's swanky, dog. Mm-hmm. But I hear he like is an opium fiend. Oh. And he'd just like swing that shit. Swing around. an opium fiend He'd be shit. like, hey, his, his dick is filled with opium. That's a good dick. Smoke it. Smoke that dick. <laughs> Am I like connecting with what's going on here? Not entirely sure, but we'll keep going. We'll I, I don't think so. He's not sure, and you don't. <laughs> do you honestly know what you're talking about? I just wanted to smoke an opium. All right, let's move along. Yeah, we'll see what we can Maybe do. Maybe not in dick form, but I don't know. Maybe opium dicks. Send it to our non-existent PO box. From shitty lawyer, he then set his eyes onto shitty print shop manager. And you may be asking yourself, is that a bit of a downgrade? Sounds it. A little, yeah. Doesn't it? But the thing was, as a lawyer, Tweed found out which print shops New York City Hall used for their legal documents. Hearst! That makes a lot of sense, actually. That's probably very true. Probably oh. Hearst. Hearst! I don't know. I'm. Uh, there's no affiliation between me and that company, but Hearst! <laughs> We're going to do a terrible episode about Hearst. Read between whatever lines you want to read b- between. They don't have non-competes that are ready for this episode coming up. <laughs> mm, non-competes. <laughs> Those last for about two years, if you didn't know. Yep. Anyway, he found out which print shops the government used and essentially used that to delay the government. Mm. Oh. Tweed could delay entire legal processes just by telling the print shops to take a week off or telling them, like, oh, the fancy, fancy paper? That costs $35 a sheet today. You know what I mean? You could play dirty tricks like that. Damn. So, let's, hypothetical. Let's say New York City is trying to outlaw, I don't know, let's say public hand jobs, right? Let's say. What? You know what I mean? I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure that's been illegal for a while, but. But, but Tweed loves. Wait, are you loves, serious, Tom? Tweed loves getting his knob cranked in that fresh Times Square air. Yeah! You know what I mean? He's like, I want, I want it cranked out here Fuck where the people tweet. feel alive. So what Tweed can do is Tweed can even ask the printers he owns to go through a round of misprints. Oh. Like, oh, I thought you wanted to just say no public hand jambalayas. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is totally my bad. I will be... I'm so embarrassed. I will be back in the shop next solstice. Thank you. And Tweed is still getting that fucking hand jab. And Tweed is just having his pipe oh, wrenched in public right by in, a concubine in front of everything. Right, right in front of the M&M store. And he's just like, <laughs> I own the print shops. And New York City government's just sitting there like, this is not fair. That's Ti- not even your dick. <laughs> Fuck, Ti- Times Square, I love garden. If you come to New York City, come to the Times Square Health Garden. Yeah, if if you didn't know this, endless the, tug jobs. The one they have in Times Square, it's endless breadsticks 
and like Travis just said, endless tug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just Half have to off. ask them. Same thing with the Red Lobster. Cheddar biscuits, mm-hmm. that's a code word for bloge. And if you're going there with your family, uh, women and children sit downstairs. There's an upstairs <laughs> that you can access as a man only where they, they get these really endless hard. handers. <laughs> That's why it's so expensive, right? That's right. Yeah, it has it's nothing to do with tweed. the location. Yeah. <laughs> boss Tweed. It's all Boss Tweed's fault. And when Tweed was happy with the laws going in, going into print, he would just simply dial back the price gouging, but not enough so he wouldn't make a profit. Of course. So the fancy, fancy paper wouldn't be, you know, $35 a sheet. It would be like 8 so he could still make his little, little slice of the pie there. Mm. Wait, are you talking about... Like what type? Pepperoni, mushroom, buffalo chicken. Buffalo weed. Buffalo weed. Dank. Duff, buffalo wank. Dude, tweed beads. Tweedish fish. Tweed beads. Wow. There's little Ooh, fat pointy men. Store. Yeah. yeah, let's open a merch store. So I need to go talk to adamneve.com and figure out if we can make tweed beads. <laughs> yes. With like our faces on the end. <laughs> Why our faces? Why don't we have an Adam and Eve sponsorship already? I know, right? We talk about so his- many reasons. I don't even know where to start, actually. Well, I mean, look, we talk about dicks, we talk about history. Yeah. That doesn't. Those are two fetishes. One is more mainstream. Dicks. Is that what this is for you? Dicks. Everyone loves dicks. My joke history, to you? A lot of people don't like history. Look, lesbians don't like dicks, and that's their right because they're Americans. Well, yeah. But everyone else, you like dicks. Yeah. You like Uncle Sam's dick. That's right. Just take a break from Boss Tweed. And I want to talk about a man who is nasty. Oh, a nasty boy? Oh, you nasty man. A nasty man. (laughs) Not a gross man. Just a man who is nasty. Oh, oh, Boss Nass. Who saw or you saw? Thomas Nast. (laughs) Oh. Nasty. <laughs> See? So if, if. That's okay. That's how he would be listed in the phone book or something. Yes. Some, you some, see what I did there? I do. It's an SNL bit just waiting to happen. <laughs> so they had a baby, both of them, and it, it was a Star Wars George Lucas creation. No. Star Wars George Lucas.com slash org slash my wife left so bad movies. Yeah. So uh, if you guys. Come at me if you don't think The Phantom Menace is the best Star Wars. Because it is really the best. I'll double down on that. You can come at me and Travis. I can't speak for you, Cody, but... I'm going to be the ones coming at you. (laughs) Phantom Menace, number one Star Wars of all time. I'm going to be your Phantom Menaces. Ah. It's like, I'm going to be behind your shower curtains. Cody, your metachlorians are very low. They have pills for that. Good. Cialis. They adver- oh, two yeah. bathtubs. I was gonna I was gonna tease the bathtub things to make the loop, but you you said it. Alright, well um fucked me. We are on a tangent here and I like to get back to stuff. Thomas Nast was his name. <laughs> Nast T, as he would appear in the phone book. A German immigrant turned cartoonist. Well, I guess you can be the same thing. A German immigrant cartoonist that was a big rival. Of your boy Boss Tweed, and he would do all those sexual political cartoons that if you Google right now, you could see him, Thomas Nast, exposing the corruption that is Boss Tweed. Wait. Cartoons. So Wait. Via cartoons. So Wait. it's forgivable because it's Cody, cartoons. Yes. Are you, is, is this guy Yellow Kid? 
They don't know what. Can you look that up right now? Because that's that's Bart Simpson. Yeah. No, 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 no. Look up Yellow Kid. Look it up because this is like my favorite political cartoon because he's so fucking scary. Yellow Kid. I'm not making this up. I don't believe you. Yellow Kid. Look at see if it's nast. Okay, that's scary. I, don't I know, know it's it right. It's scary. It's not. I don't think that's nasty. But I but see that's what, the same. That's the same time period. It's the same time period, and I can see them being published in the same rag. Dude, that's very racist. But he's not even Chinese. He's like a weird fucking idiot. He's Asianese. He's got slits for eyes, so uh, he's Eastern. And he's it's wearing the a yellow a kid. smock, and it always has some political shit on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, uh, check that shit out. It's weird. It's pretty bad. I, I almost got it. a weird yellow kid yeah, tattoo because it's fucking scary. This is a rabbit hole I can throw my ass down. God. Can we just roast yellow kid? No, we can't. We can roast him. We made can't. Him. There's not enough material. Yeah, he's a kid. He's yellow. Yeah, yellow. I just kid. Hit that mic. That, welcome. All right, hi. Welcome to the Roast Mortem Podcast. I'm Tom. I'm Travis. I'm your Cody. This tonight we're doing Yellow Child. Travis, what is Yellow Child? He's yellow and he doesn't like politics. Thanks for tuning in to the Roast Morning Podcast <laughs> of Yellow Kid. You didn't Let's... even have to be a Patreon for that. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Fuck you guys. You enjoy that. <laughs> Bonus episode. All right, Cody. Get Take back. a peek at these. Oh. Someone uh, described that far left one. It's an easy one. You've probably seen that one here and there. It looks but... like a bukkake, but they're all facing the wrong way. That's the one on the right, Travis. Thank you. Oh, I'm looking at the one on the left. Wait, no, I'm I'm backwards. Excuse me. Wait, I, I turned the computer around. I'm confused. This one, for fuck's sake. Oh, that one. Okay, so it's a uh, it's a fat man, and his he's in a luchador mask that is says dollar sign. He's like dollar bills, yo. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah, it is. Because did, did you see? Do you see the brilliant of Thomas Nast here? Yeah, he's like fat man had money on his hand. You, yeah, fat man money. He's got a head full of money. And the other one is the other one is usually subtitled Who Stole the People's Money and it subsists of the Tweed Ring and everyone pointing to the man on the left, aka passing the buck. That's the one that looks like a backwards and, bukkake. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the backwards bukkake. Yeah. Uh, well, can, yeah, you can easily see which one is Boss Tweed because he's the fat big one. Yeah, you know when when you go to like one of those resorts, like maybe it, probably in Vegas, also Disney, and you see those like fountains that just shoot juice. Yes, like that's what that is. But you're seeing the juice shooters. That's cool. <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah, and this is this is a big deal because it's it's the corruption in cartoon form, and a lot of immigrants. Not English speakers, and just a lot of New Yorkers in general, not able to rate two goods. Right. So make pictures, make make the pictures, which is yeah. what Thomas Nast was doing to muckrake a little bit. Oh, okay. And starting to starting to tease this tease this shit to light. If you catch my drifts. Mm. Yeah, I so follow like, that. Look at these pictures. Look at these picture graphs. <laughs> Every time I do, I did it. I don't care a straw for your newspaper articles. My constituents don't know how to read, but they can't help seeing them damned pictures. Ah! Boss Tweed himself. All right. So Boss Tweed realized, like, holy shit, this cartoonist is breaking language barriers and articulating what I'm doing. In layman's terms, which is not good for the head honcho. Well, New mm. York has always been the melting pot. It's got the fondue, heart of the tars, and the ching chung chung chungs. It's it's got right. both and of the, the heart of the tars. 
Keep that in mind. True. So both of them. There's Protestant and Catholic heart to teach. Heart to teach Charles. The Kun Lang Chung. That'll be important later. And it's also got the the Dunkstuschen dagegen. And then it would eventually have the Italians like you watch. Honeymoon. Bippity boppity bow bow. I'll meet you in Times Square. That's New York. Yeah. The very New York Tweed was fucking about. Now, this time, Tweed is J.P. fucking money dick showing off dapper attire strolling around. He's got jewelry. His famous shtick is a stick pin upon his huge man breast. What's a stick pin? Stick pin is just a pin that's in a stick. It's like a little cane that sits on your lapel. It's oh, like, okay. uh-huh, I have this. His sported a ten and a half carat diamond uh-huh. just to be like, fuck you, I'm rich. That's pretty he good. Wear, did he wear tweed, though? I don't think he wore tweed. I feel like most pants were tweed back then. Every period piece that's produced from Hollywood, they have too much tweed. <laughs> tweed was just really ex- like really cheap for uh, the wardrobe department. Was it cheap? I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. there. Well, I, I mean, like tweed is more expensive. I mean, a Hollywood period piece costs enough money to clothe an entire New York City from this time period. Ha! Huh. Yes, yeah, very true. Yeah, I've been managing to hold in a burp. That's impressive. All time. I've been saying this. Tweed. Let it go, Tom. Let it go. <laughs> no, it just came out my butt. Ooh. Okay, that's different. Tweed buys a mansion on 5th and 43rd. And let's be honest, two gets one yacht. Get two. Deutsche yachts? Get, 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 the, get oh. that second yacht. You really need it. Damn. What are you going to do if one breaks? Honestly, are you going to be yachtless like a dumb poor fuck? Yeah, you got to do the Betsy DeVos thing. You got to have 10 yachts. Yeah, there's no AAA back then. Your yacht breaks down, hits a fucking uh, coral reef. Guess what? <laughs> In yeah, Manhattan? Yeah, the Manhattan coral Yeah, the Manhattan <laughs> coral reef. If it hits that shit, guess what? No AAA. No, Gotta get number two. Just get that, break that other one. Take the shrink wrap off the other one. Send yeah. it down. Yeah. And you buy ponies. When you're stupid rich, you buy ponies. And ponies, hey, your ponies in a stable. Yeah, so he had a stable with... How, ma- how many? Eh, I think it was like ten-ish. It's probably Dozen. in the Bronx. Oh, that's not too gaudy. No. Yeah. T- ten, that's that's pretty modest for yeah. a rich man. Yeah. I would love to name ten horses. Like that, that, That's why like all the derby winners are like so sillyly named. Because like every time a horse breaks a leg, you just kill him. So yeah. they got to like pull like ass shit out of their ass like you're f- the egyptian king <laughs> reggie's Reese's pieces <laughs> running down the lot exactly. is it bad luck to name a horse that you have after a horse you had like if if dynamo I, kamala comes down the track and breaks its leg and you got to put it out of its misery you can't call the next one dynamo kamala no because it's actually bad marketing too because yeah. upon like when you have show horses, you get your money like two ways, winning prizes and selling semen. Great. So your semen is worth less if it's coming from a horse called Titanic 2. You know what Yeah, I mean? no, you want like... <laughs> you want that premium Titanic one? You, you want Egyptian pharaoh. You want that Hitachi high boy. What? That's my horse name. Oh, Hitachi high boy? Yeah. That's He's not, running so fast. There's probably eight already named that. Yeah, fuck off. It's my horse. It's my horse. <laughs> Boss Tweed. Would Boss be Tweed s- can go suck my dick. Boss Tweed would be seen in restaurants indulging on gourmet meals, Travis. 
consisting of steaks, duck, and oysters. Oh, I love oysters. oysters. How do you feel about that? I like Sounds him. like a good boy. I still like Boss Tweed. <laughs> I still really like him. And people see all this and begin to wonder, is he having, is he, is he indulging a little bit more than his fair share of the Big Apple's wealth and resources? Absolutely not. He's gotten so many jobs for people. That's, that's what everyone, that's what yeah. most people, <laughs> yeah. like, the guy that got me his job? No. Of course fine. not. He yeah. can eat so many steaks. That's the horror apple. Yeah. In addition, Tammany Hall's political core comes under fire. Rem- remind yourself, he's Grand Sachem. Tammany Hall comes under fire when Tammany Hall greenlights a parade in July 12th, 1871 that caused an Irish Catholic, Irish Protestant riot. Mm. I think this is the riot in Gangs of New York. Oh. Brought to you by both Jameson and Tullamore I could Dew. be totally wrong, but <laughs> totally right at the same time. Uh, Do you remember when John C. Riley beat someone to death? Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, it was, he got lynched in that movie more or less, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he was like, uh, what's up, buddy? You like scrimp? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's when he developed his Steve Brule character. <laughs> it's pretty nice up here. I got to go with you. <laughs> little sideways, but I see it all. <laughs> little, little big aprils. <laughs> Getting it fixed. That's just take a breath, you dummy. Oh, oh just, why are you not breathing? Tweed was blamed being Grand Sachem for these 60 deaths and 150 wounded people. And this soured his ties amongst his puppets, actually. His puppets were like, wait, this isn't good. You're not an okay man. Ah. And his puppets leaked. His puppets leaked like there was no unleaking. There was no cork. No, the, the, no thank cork. you for saving. The, like a corkless leak. <laughs> a corkless a balloon puppet with water and poop. If he had flex tape, everything would be A-OK. Boss Tweed had his books leaked to the press, which is a no-no. If you're a corrupt politician, it doesn't work. Your Ooh. life expectancy is halved. When that happens, mm-hmm. the press do their snooping thing, learn about... The Tweed Courthouse. A courthouse started in 1858 with an estimated budget of $350,000. That's a lot of money back then. It's a yeah. boatload of money. It's like, what is that, $3 million, $30 million? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's multiplied 10 and... By 10 or little, 12, yeah. I think it's like, multi- yeah, by like 11, I was going to say. I was going to say like, maybe like $7 billion. If yeah, you If you forget. approximate to the nearest, nearest decimal... It's probably like two. I like how w- when you said that sentence, it started. You had almost zero grasp of any of the words. Dude, math is. Even though some of those words were numbers. Yeah. Dude, but guess what, Cody? Explain to me infinitesimals. Infinitesimals? Yeah, explain to me that. They're very small numbers. Well, guess what? That's different. Oh! oh math is different. I can't believe this. Guess what? Pie exists, dude. And that, it it's does. terrible. It's pretty Less bad. Less of it's pizza. Tweed Courthouse. Started in 1858. Th- estimated to cost $350,000. Huge amount of money. Guess what? It was 1870. And the budget was blown 37 times over. Whoa. Somewhere in the ballpark of $13 million of their time's money. What? Do you know what you can buy with $13 million at that time? Uh, a house. A Manhattan. Two Alaskas. Damn. Two Alaskas. You could buy two of the Union's 
biggest landmass state twice. And now Russia wants it back. (laughs) They didn't know there was gold there. Like, you could fucking buy two Alaskas with how much money has gone into this, like lavish courthouse that's it's pretty cool it's like why is it taking fucking forever too you know what i mean it's just like it's just a house it's just a structure it's a a nice one but if you think about how much meth is in alaska you could buy one alaska with the amount of meth that's in alaska in alaska yeah Yeah, exactly it's a lot of meth breaking bad why did it take place in arizona because of cheap filming yeah because of cheap cheap filming don't want to shoot in the yukon lazy the Tweed Courthouse was an open wound through which the city bled and corruption festered. On the receipts that were leaked to the press, a few dozen brooms were listed at $41,000. What? The broom? Brooms. Push brooms. Oh, for dusting man. the floor. $41,000. A dozen of those. Like, dozens of those. Let's say let's say 50 of those. It, didn't, it wasn't very specific but like even say 50 of those for a court for one courthouse how many right when a a broom cost about eight cents at that time right i feel like that's like just standard this is a this is a certified government tweed push broom i feel like that's like just standard operation now with the government they're like it's sad how not a lot has changed yeah it's like like, it's it's, it's been dialed down 10 percent is all really yeah it's like guess what we got these pens that say uh you know the name of the congressman on it. They're like each like $50. Well, look, this is why I say that taxes are theft. It's not because we shouldn't pay taxes. It's just because idiots spend it on idiot shit. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm I'm in no means a libertarian. But all these taxes go to fucking garbage. Yeah. We just throw our money out. Yeah. It's it, ridiculous. It's all pork. Did he invent the fucking term pork? No. No? Someone did. And yeah. that person should be roasted. Yeah! <laughs> this is a really drunk episode. Yeah. Oh. drunker than I thought it was going to be. Oh, you know what? I, I feel it in the overalls I'm not wearing. Mm. That's how drunk I am. I yeah. just, uh, Shoulders are getting heavy. I'm just pissed at uh, democracy. Democracy then, democracy now. Isn't that something? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Cody, let's go. Keep let's going, wrap this Cody. bitch up. 11 thermometers went in the budget for $7,500. Oh. Uh, were they butt thermometers? No, they were just... It was weird. I, I remember this in, like, my Missouri school in, like, classrooms. There'd just be a thermometer in the corner next to the clock. Did you guys have that here? Yeah, we. you don't need that. You right? don't. You don't. Because that's it was what just you're, there in government buildings because someone needs money. Did we have that? Well, yeah, I remember those. And guess what? You know how you know what temperature it is? Your skin. You know what? If you're blind, you can't see it. It's insensitive to put thermometers places. Yeah. You need Braille thermometers. And also, yeah. and also mercury. Very not that expensive. Yeah. Very dangerous, but, also not, but that not that good. Expensive. Yeah, whatever. One contractor was paid five and a half million dollars for carpeting and drapes. How expensive could they possibly be? I mean, what uh, drapes are you talking about? Are you talking about flesh drapes? Or are you talking about... I'm talking about carpeting and drapes. Well, I mean, carp, carp, if there's carpet there... Does the carpet match the carpet? Yeah. You know what I mean? Wink, 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 does, wink. Does the tweed look different <laughs> inside of the tweed? Do you catch the drift? Do you catch the shit in there? I mean, because it's far fetched and conflated. I was he into call girls? Did he fuck his carpet? I don't know about either of those. Uh, Did his carpet have cigarette burns in it? 
Probably what, not, because he didn't smoke. Well, did he smoke his own dick and then fuck a carpet? He was 330 pounds and six foot. I don't think he could have done that. That's a good point. Yeah, I can Even smoke my own dick. Call, call That's like, those are my dimensions. I can smoke my own dick. Yeah, well, even if you have a monster dong, you're not sucking your dick at 300 pounds. Uh, well, guess what? Proof fooled ya. <laughs> Debated. <laughs> Give me seven Wendy's. Just to limber up? When Just to limber up. Mm. And I'm... <laughs> yeah, get us get us there on Patreon, and uh, Travis will so- show you a trick or two. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm like a trickster. A little trickster. <laughs> You never know what's gonna happen with Travis. He's just tricking. He's tricking left. He's tricking left, right. He's just a trick. I'm just a trick trying to make money. <laughs> you couldn't think of any other direction than Help left him. and right, could you? Up, down, uh, left, right, left, right. B A dicks. All right, let's get more on Tweed. <laughs> November 9th, eighteen seventy-one. He was arrested. <laughs> For Wait, he's arrested. <laughs> oh my God, Cody, he's dead. Bless. Can we roast you now? Yeah. November 9th, 1871, he was arrested. December 15th, found guilty. Guilty of three accounts of fraud and 212 accounts of misdemeanor. Shit. 212 accounts. That's a lot. Yeah. What do you think he got for that? 14 minutes. Hmm. Uh, I want to say tw- seven years. He got 12 years. Mm. Reduced to one. Which is like, oh, let's check that judge real quick. That's pretty good. Check that. Skinny it's judge. Probably a, it's probably a boss tweed judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check that judge. And he served that year and he got out. And immediately when he walked out, a judge was just like, okay, pay us back now. Oh. And he was just like, I don't think you understand what embezzlement is. <laughs> yeah. Because it's gone. With the yachts and ponies as they come in. <laughs> right. You want a yacht? Sure. Pony? Can I have a pony on the yacht? Mm. Well, Can I pay you to train the pony later to pilot the yacht? Dude, everything comes back to horsepower. If you got anything that moves, it comes back to horsepower. So if you imagine a plane, it runs off horsepower. Which is sh- horses don't fly. Horses can fly if you put them on wings. That's called Pegasus. Yes, yeah, Pegasus. Well, and then if you have a horse that runs off water, it's um, uh, it's called the Krakens. Really, you couldn't come up with a seahorse there. No, that's a seahorse. A seahorse. That's astounding. A seahorse is a modern conception of a male female. I have horse. never seen Cody's face just drop in disappointment the way it just has. <laughs> Travis, I believe you owe us a hamburger sandwich in disappointment. I was very... Pegasus was great. You got that. But I I said Pegasus. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm still glad he... I didn't grasp the concept of it. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, thanks, guys. And then the history buff. Well, guess he, what? I'm and then not he's into reaching for water horse. A sea and king. And he comes up with Kraken. Sea king. Yeah. Hippo. Hippo's good. That literally means water horse. I would have accepted right, that, too. fucking sick, guys. <laughs> guess what? Now you know how Tweed felt when His, he was cornered. Yeah. I am Tweed. I am I am your boss. Boss am, me around. I am bossing myself. Touch my boss. Ooh, yes, touch my boss. Seahorses, Travis. Dude, Sea King. A Judge fucking was... dude. What? Dude! I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm like Sea Bass. That's a horse. Land right. Sea Bass. Cody, just plow through him right now. <laughs> 
Allow me. Serves that one year, gets out, judge is like, give it back. And he's like, you don't understand what embezzlement is. And then he gets locked up again. Great. Because he can't, you know, pay his fines, which mm-hmm. is it's normal. You know, laughable. <laughs> and he's in jail again. And gets out on parole. And while he's out on parole, he does a few things, goes to the store, gets milk, eggs, you know, detours to Spain and stays there. Definitely. In Spain? Yeah. Nice. Spain. España. Dips out to Spain, which is, I don't know how that's possible, because you just tell all the boats and planes to look out for a 320-pound, six-foot fat man that, you know, He probably put on a brassiere and shaved his beard. Yes. And now he's a 320-pound. Pound fat chick with a brazier. <laughs> yes, a brazier. <laughs> so he gets to Spain and he's in Spain and he's living it up. He's in Vigo, believe it or not. Vigo Morton's. V- yeah, yes. that's the, where I run to. That's Lord of Rings and also mm. Eastern Prom. Uh, yeah, like, I said I said it like Ghostbusters. Vigo. It's Vigo. A Vigo. He's in Vigo. He's having a lovely time until somebody taps him on the shoulder, and that's a police officer. And the police officer is holding a Thomas Nast cartoon and a wanted poster and notices the two look alike and it resembles the fat man that is in Spain that is not a Spaniard. Wait, are you this guy? Are you this man? Excuse me, sir. So Why you do this? (laughs) Why you did this? Your nasty man does not only unravel the initial seam of Boss Tweed he bags him in the end because the Spanish officials recognize him from so, a Nast cartoon. So Nasty Man yep. is the hero of the day. He's is, the anti-roast yes. I can't of our it. show. He's the toast rope. He's the toast. The toast mortem. Yes. You're here for that here. German cartoonist, Thomas Nast. Yes. Mm. Yeah, a little, little sip for that boy. Yeah, Let's I have see. a few beer left. I'm cheer for a few beer left. A few beer left. A few beer left. Oh. That's yours, Cody. That's you one sure? more beer. Yeah, you do it. Is there a big you boy? You touch it. Is there a big boy? I'll take the big boy. No, you just take no, that one. of those, too. Uh, I don't know. You just take that okay. one. Yeah, you take it. All right, I'm going to slam it. Suck it down, man. Things. Someone, please, someone, ask me how he did. How did Mr. Tweed, the boss of the Tweed, the Louis Vuitton of Tweed, die with his dick out? How did he die? April 12th, 1878, died of pneumonia in the Ludlow Street Jail at the age of 55. Ludlow? Where's that? Oh, he was just ready to retire. What? Next to Mahanatas. Oh, Mahanatas. Oh. Downtown. Wait. Mahanatas is like 115. Oh, yeah, like, that's the, the club that uh, Gogo Bordillo guy yells yeah. at. It's it, got the fucking sick-ass... It's a Bulgarian bar. Yeah, yeah the have, Bulgarian bar. Yeah, yeah, they have swings instead of bar stools, and downstairs they'll lock you in a vodka room for three minutes for 20 bucks. Yeah, been that was there, with, with Soviet costumes. Been there, right. done that, love it. So 50, 50 numbers down, methinks, is where... Could still be there just as, like, a chic bar... But the Ludlow Street Jail was uh, where uh, Boston Tweed met his end. Yeah, same street. And ironically enough, uh, the Ludlow Street Jail was literally and figuratively a prison of his own design. Oh. He made that building uh. that he wasted away from pneumonia in. Should have 
had that contract and not skimp on the insulation, probably. Yeah, what yeah a you're bitch. right. Oh, in well, the end, him and his ring have stolen an estimated twenty to three hundred million dollars. That's a huge range. Wait, no. How much? Wait, did what did you say? Twenty to three hundred? Twenty million to two three hundred million. All right, so times okay. up by ten. That's a huge price range. I want to because like that's how much in shade his practice was. People are like, "How much did he steal?" He's like, "I don't know, twenty million. And someone's like, "No, probably three hundred million." It's like it's oh. a huge range between twenty to three hundred. Is what I'm saying. So, so in modern brilliance. day, so modern day, it's yes, two hundred million. Even to, in modern day, in, I, in modern day, that translates to two hundred millions. I got it right here. To three hundred. Yeah. Three. Th- I mean, three billion. Three billion. Yep. Yeah. Three hundred sixty-five million. At the low end in today's money, and two point four billion on the high end of today's money. That's a lot of dillets. Yeah. So if you think about pizza, um, <laughs> you can imagine New York. Hey, we like our pizza. Hey. Yeah. It's like if you only only ordered pepperoni for two weeks. Mm. You just times that by Papa John's. It gets brilliance. Well, you're right. Also, <laughs> Cody, thank you for bringing in Boss Tweed. One more quick note. Sure. His funeral escalated into a rager as his service was crashed by all the people remembering him fondly. Oh. Because, you know, even though he went down for it, everyone's just like, that's the fucker that helped me. All the Irishmen he helped showed up at his funeral, turned it into a rager, even though he was some of the most corrupt scum ever to inhabit Government. So what York you're City. telling me is the song that he was buried in the ground to was O'Denny Boy. Uh, he was a Scot, maybe. He was Scottish. Irish. No, he wasn't Irish at all. No, but I'm saying there's a bunch of Irishmen there. Irish yeah. loved him, but he has no Irish heritage. I know, but I'm just saying the Irish would be like, Oh, Danny Boy. Oh, they, just out of, just out of reflex. Just do. Somebody just, sang just out of reflex. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody just, got yeah. drunk. Uh, one of the Protestants or one of the Catholics that's, got drunk and they started singing that song. Yeah, that when, when they get that drunk, that's what their hiccups sound like. There you go. That's your boy, William McGeer Tweed, in a nutshell. The face of corruption and the dip of the shit. So, Pretty much. Thank you for bringing that in, Cody. You're very welcome. Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed. And with that, I'm going to give you a hearty dar good evening. Thank you for listening to Roast Morning Podcast coverage of Tweed, Boss Tweed. Mm-hmm. You can find me, Tom, at Saunched, S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T on Twitter. You can find me, Travis, at Husa, Ayusa, uh, on Friendster. I feel like that just exhausts your dad jokes for the next nine episodes. Oh, you know what? Um, I'm a dad, maybe. I don't know. I could be. <laughs> You can find me on your Twitter as at Cody McCann, C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N-N. And you can follow us collectively on Twitter at RoastMortemCast. And not only Twitter, you can follow us on Instagram at RoastMortemCast. And also shoot us a email or Gmail at RoastMortemCast on Gmail. And you can also check out our Patreon. <gasps> Patreon.com slash RoastMortemCast. We're going to have fun things there for you. Mm-hmm. We do. We got some sexual things. We got some different things. We got some, like, you ever been to, like, Party City? No. No? You haven't been to I have. You, you know how much fun you have whenever you go in there? I have no fun there. Uh, shut up. Tom, you're ruining my fun.
fucking pitch, you asshole. All right. Cool. Yes, All right. And. So when you go into parties, you're like, I have so much fun. I'm going to buy everything. So just go to our fucking Patreon and be like, I'm going to have so much fun because we have a lot of cool things for you. We do. We have movie commentaries coming up. Uh, we also have, what do we, we got? Stickers and all this dumb shit. But then we also have, what other content? We got bonus episodes? You could draw. Tom's going to draw something. Discord oh, yeah. access. Yes, Discord access. And we're also, I will draw you for yeah, fun. Tom will draw you like a naked French woman. Yeah, I will do That's it. That's redundant, Travis. Yeah, you can make that your Twitter handle face. Yeah. Whatever that is. I really like aging myself. So, anyway. Roast Morum Podcast. No. Roast. <laughs> so, anyway. Patreon.com slash Roast Morum Cast. Check it out. Suck my dick. Tank. Tank. You're welcome. That's Thank the you. end of the episode. Thank you. Are we recording?